What does the average week look like for you? Sure, it may start with church on a Sunday morning, but by Monday, can any of us remember what the sermon was about? We spend so much of our time on just making it through the week, helping our children with online school, balancing our job and our family life, finding time for our spouse or our significant other. But most of what we do related to our faith is crammed into about 80 minutes on a Sunday. Did you know that in a week there are 10,080 minutes? If we're spending only 80 of those focusing on our faith, what are we doing with the other 10,000? That's what this podcast is all about. My name is Sawyer Trapp, and I'm our associate pastor here at Arise Church Denver, and I'm so glad that you're listening to us and joining us each and every week as we all seek to grow um, and bring God into our 10,000. If you haven't clicked that subscribe button yet, make sure you click it so you're getting our podcast in your feed each and every week. We would love to have you join us and grow together. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to our lead pastor, Matt Wolf. Hey, everybody. So glad you're joining us today here at the end of July. I know. It's already almost August. That's crazy. It is. August is coming around the corner. School is coming around. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. Maybe parents are like, yes, finally. Uh, Yeah, so maybe. (laughs) Finally, they're going to be in school instead of at home all the time or or whatever. A lot of you are finishing up vacations Mm -hmm. for the summer. I've really seen that. Like June and July have been some of the highest travel months ever. Yeah, ever. If you look at the national Mm -hmm. parks, the attendance is like skyrocketed and all that stuff. Yeah, I saw a picture of Arches the other day, and there was like it looked like a thousand person line just waiting to get in the park. When we were in Moab, because we were there at the beginning of July, Mm -hmm. Arches was getting closed down at eight a.m. Like eight a.m. Right. It was already full. That's crazy. So they were like, you have to come back. Maybe we'll have room at one. That's what like the sign was it said something along those lines. But I know August is down. I talked with a woman in our church who has a rental house, a rental cabin, and she's oh, like, okay. yeah, it's booked totally solid June and July and like nothing in August. And I'm mm. like, what, what, really? And it's because people are starting to think back into rhythms, back into life, or, or perhaps new rhythms, new life. Yeah. And that, that, that connects really well to what we wanted to talk about today. Yes. Um, because I think for a lot of us, um, this pandemic, beyond all of the the hurt and disease and loss and grief, it's been a it's been a wake up call for a lot of us. Um, I don't know about you. I'll speak personally for my own life, Matt. But mm-hmm. the pandemic really messed up all the routines that I had. In place. Sure. Yep. And even though I had maybe more time at home than I probably have ever had in my life. Yep. I was taking care of a newborn. I was getting stuff ready for the <laughs> church, yep. and. Um, I lost a lot of great rhythms and, and two mm-hmm. specific routines and rhythms that I had. One yeah. was being consistent with running. And even uh-huh. though I had more time to run, yep. it went out the window. Right. The pandemic made me pretty darn lazy. And that's maybe true for a lot of you out there too. And the, Oh, go ahead. Well, I was oh. just going to complain a little bit. Oh, and okay. I know I probably shouldn't do this. But uh, I was out of the habit of working out before, I guess it was November twenty. 19. And it's because we had our twins in December. So I like needed a few months break. Right. Well, right when I was like ready to get back into the habit of workout, yeah. well, my gym is closed down. Yeah. My gym still, it, they reopened in July, finally. Oh, well, okay. yeah, awesome, which is actually a month earlier than they had announced. But it's only open 11 to 7. So I'm mm-hmm. complaining a little bit, but I'm like, who goes to the gym between 11 and 7? Not Matt Wolf. 
Well, I'm sure there's some other people or else they wouldn't open it for anybody. But I'm like, <laughs> I always, like, gym is like morning for me, like yeah. early morning. Yeah. So I still haven't gotten back to the gym. And that's one of the things I've done. I like, I gained the COVID-19, everybody. Okay, the COVID-19, <laughs> yes. In fact, I literally looked at my app. That, the last time I had tracked weight, I was 180. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you guys too many wow. details here. It, it, 180. Details here on the 10,000. 180 pre-COVID. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was just like 195. At the beginning of July. Yeah. I'm back under 190 for the first time all year. I'll have to put in a clap sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't clap too much because i got a ways to go, okay? Um, Motivation's important, though. But yes, it changed habits, you yeah. know? For me, it was I had twins as well, which made it harder, and Melissa made like a 1,000 cakes <laughs> over the last year, which did not help she either. Got, she gained a new routine of making cakes. Yeah, but really, that's cupcakes. my problem, not hers, because she's incredible <laughs> at making cakes and cupcakes and goodies and everything. But yes, we got, we got out of the habits of stuff. Yeah, I lost running. I mm-hmm. lost. Uh, I was consistently reading a book a week, and I lost that too. And I think that's probably true for a lot of us, whether that's in our, like our physical health or in our hobbies or activities, or maybe you would always um, listen to maybe this podcast on the way to work, and now we're not driving to work. Or yep. um, it was really easy when you got up at a certain time to go to work in the morning to make sure that you have that quiet time with God in the morning. But yeah. when you have a, a more flexible schedule when you're working from home, maybe that starts to slip out to the, slip out the window. And so what we wanted to talk about today as um, we're about to launch a new series coming up this Sunday, if you're listening to this this week, but all about engaging, re-engaging with the routines, the habits, as we, as we start to get back to more and more of a normal life now. Obviously, there's still a lot going on with the pandemic, but for a lot of us, our life is slowly moving back into kind of a, a new normal. And so as we, as we begin to return back to work, as our kids are um, about to head back to school, as we're looking towards the fall as kind of this return to life as we knew it before, how can we re-engage? How can we start the behaviors that we had before, but maybe more even important than that, how can we start new routines, new habits, sure. new behaviors to really make this next season of life an opportunity not only for good health, good mental health, but also a great opportunity to grow in our faith. Yes, and I think that's really important because honestly, some of us lost some habits and it's good we lost yeah, some habits. Yeah, absolutely. So when we're saying like, you know, this this upcoming season... Perhaps you don't need to start the new, the old habits again. Yeah. It's time to start new habits mm-hmm. or to add to existing habits because some of that's the best thing. We've talked about that here on this podcast, like habit stacking. Yeah. That's what I tell people okay. to do. If you want to add a new habit, add it to an old habit. That's right. And, and like you're already going to the bathroom like <laughs> while you're in there. Like I heard this from somebody. Like while you're going to the bathroom, you have to go to the bathroom. Also do 10 push-ups. Maybe not on the bathroom floor. Maybe, yeah, it just depends. Wash your hands <laughs> afterwards, either way. Either way, yes. <laughs> but, uh, like, what, what could it be? Or could it be that that's your time where you, uh, you know, breathe for mm-hmm. five minutes or something? You know, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> when you have three kids, it turns out bathroom time is, like, your only alone time. That's right. It's your moment of, moment of self-care. <laughs> moment of self-care. Yes. But, but what other habits? You wake up in the morning, you eat breakfast, you eat lunch, you eat dinner, you go to bed. There's mm-hmm. some things we already do with habits, so if you can add it to it, or your weekly stuff as well. So we wanted to talk about that. What are some habits that we could either restart or start fresh so that this next season is the best life, the better life than pre-pandemic? 
Absolutely. And actually, that's what our series is, <laughs> kind of, right? Coming up. We were yeah. kind of promoing that. We were showing a new series this Sunday, August 1st. It's called Engage. And the subtitle is, Sawyer? Uh, normalize a Better Life. Normalize a better life. It's not a return to life as it was. It's a better life. Because only in the studies it was like eight, nine percent of people even want to go back to normal. Okay, mm-hmm. So most people don't want that. Yeah. What they want is something better. So how can we better normalize it? And I think habits are so important. There was a study at a Duke University that found that 40% of the actions you do in your everyday are habits. Wow. Almost half of everything you do is habit. Like... So if you can build good habits, better habits, <laughs> life-giving habits, virtue and character-building habits, family-loving habits, mm-hmm. Jesus-loving habits, then those things can transform your life because that's 40% of your life. Wow. Like, honestly, um, I, I think it was John Ortberg who said that habits eat willpower for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And there's even like Blaise Pascal, a great philosopher. He said something, and I'm paraphrasing him here, that basically virtue is the habits you have in your life. People think it's like, oh, if I see that person on the side of the road, I'm going to be like the Good Samaritan and stop, not like the priest or the Levite. But really, they were in the habit of going down to Jerusalem, and when they go down, they go down to do their work at the temple. Like, that's probably what was going on. They're in their habit, they're in their routine. They're not in the habit of helping people. Mm Mm-hmm. And so people think, oh, I'll be the good person. I'll be nice. I'll be generous. I'll be kind when I see someone in need. Um, but so many of us are, like <laughs> like the priest was, headed off to our work, headed to our jobs, on our daily commute. And it can be so easy to get wrapped up in those habits. Yes. And when our habits aren't tied to things of, of goodness, of kindness, of, of helping others, then it yeah. can be really easy to just cruise on by. Yeah, and, and so... The key isn't, well, then you shouldn't have any habits. <laughs> Be lazy. Don't go to work. Like, yep. no, no, no. We need habits that are actually developed so that we can love God and love others. Mm-hmm. That we can grow in our faith. That our family can learn to love Jesus more. Yeah. And, and that's kind of where I wanted to go. Um, as we start to evaluate where we're at, what our habits look like, where we want to grow, mm-hmm. I think it can become really daunting, right? It's yes. Like, as we get back to right. regular life, like, I want to do this, I want to get back to the gym, yep. I want to start reading my Bible, I want to start Ooh. praying, I want to get yeah. back to church. Yeah. My kids got obligations, and then you're like, oh my gosh, it's too much. It's too much. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I wanted to give you just two things to do. Okay. Two things to do. Yeah. And the first one is this. So before... This busy season of school, of work, of, of kids' sports, of, um, and then we're into holidays, right? Mm-hmm. Before we get into that, take some time this week, maybe pause this podcast right now, and think of one thing you don't want to restart. Ooh, okay, that's good. One thing you don't want to restart. Yep. So maybe it was a thing that you were just put into environments in your workplace, or drinks after work, or mm. um, your workplace culture, or... Maybe it was just the busyness that your family got into that you never sat down to share a meal. Yeah. Maybe it was um, one Sunday where you decided, hey, we got this other thing going on. I'm not going to go to church. And we slowly start to move out of that rhythm of worshiping weekly. So whatever yeah. that thing is for you, whether it's you personally, you as a family, you with your, your faith, what is one thing that you don't want to go back to? Yep. And then the second thing, you might guess it, is mm-hmm. what is one thing that you want to start doing? Yeah. What is just one thing? Right. Because like we said, it could, you could do tons of different things. But what is one thing that is going to, as you said, help you love God mm-hmm. and help you love others? That's good. That's good. So, Sawyer, 
what what are your two things? What's the thing that you're cutting out? So the thing that I'm cutting out is, and we kind of already started this a little bit, is yep. we're millennials, right, Sarah and I, and we have the tendency when we're not doing anything to just pick up our phone, right? Yeah, and just right. mindlessly scroll. Sure. And so we'll be sitting there and after Lucy goes to bed and we have the tendency, I mean, we're tired, we've worked a long day, mm. turn on the TV, so we have the TV on, and then we and pull the out phone's the phone. Out. Yep. So you have the big screen on, you get your little screen on, Yep. and then we... We're with each other, right? <laughs> Maybe. But but sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, physically. I mean, we in also, the same we also vicinity. have a TV up in our room. So sometimes, like, I'm going to watch this, you're going to watch this, and there's just a separation. So we're near each other, right? Yeah, okay. But there's not connection. So mm-hmm. we've tried to institute, and this is a new habit, but to stop that. Okay. Because the pandemic made it, we were sitting at home, we were bored. Yep. And this phone, this device... Maybe this is a device that you're listening to. It's not a bad thing in and of itself. Right. But it can become so easy to just turn to that every single moment of distraction. Right. So instead of that, I mean, we've tried to have some intentional time, put our phones down, talk, connect with one another, Mm. catch up on each other's days. um, And that's been really helpful and encouraging. And we're not doing it perfectly by any means. So if you would come to our house, there's still going to be some times where we're both sitting on our phones. Right. But... To be intentional in this next season to say, hey, we're going to get better in this and we're not going to fall into that trap of every single moment turning to our phones for distraction. Nice. That, that's a good one. Yeah. And, and so I should probably have something similar to it. We've, we've actually done better over the last several months because we do something similar. That's like great. It's like finally the marathon is over for us. We got all three <laughs> kids in bed and then we plop on the couch, turn yeah. on the TV, get out our phones. Yeah, right? exactly. I, I mean, it's sad that we do this, right? Uh, we've got we we've, though, we've done so. pretty good at having a conversation right then. That's so good. we've been doing that. So that's a habit we kind of that changed during the pandemic. That's instead of straight to that stuff like mm-hmm. conversation, but but mine too is like <laughs> I think I've talked about this on this podcast before. I don't know if I have. Right before bed. So after we're going upstairs, we're brushing our teeth, getting mm-hmm. ready for bed. Melissa has like profound thoughts. Oh, okay. Big things that she wants to talk about. And I'm like the exact opposite. Like my brain is <laughs> you're like, dead, you're like shut down. down. Yeah. And really, Melissa just wants me to listen to it for like a minute. And But sometimes I'm like, I can't do it, I can't do it. <laughs> um, so that one is like, okay, I need to engage in that moment, mm-hmm. like in the conversation, even just to listen to her and affirm her. Like that is a great deep thought. Yeah. Let's talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> <You're> not, <laughs> like, I, I love this. Yeah. Um, instead of being like, be quiet, I'm trying to go to sleep. Like yeah. that just doesn't end well. Um, so that's one thing, just to be there in that moment mm-hmm. um, for her, because mm-hmm. that's when she has her profound thoughts. Yeah. I do not. <laughs> not at that moment. Your profoundness has gone away. Yeah, shower in the morning. That's my my <laughs> profound thinking. I, maybe I'm exaggerating to even say they're profound thoughts. If I have any real... <laughs> we all think our own shower thoughts are in profound the until we share them with someone to be like, that already exists. Or right. Not <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's half-baked. Okay, so that's the one thing you're getting rid of. Mm-hmm. What's the one thing you're adding? So this is something that we've actually added during the pandemic. And I talked about it, I think, on a couple podcasts back. But um, being intentional about praying together as a family, we, pour, mm. we put Lucy to bed. Yep. Yep. Um, so we, t- we talked about it, I think, on the a podcast on prayer that yeah. she started adding stuff. And it's just been awesome. Because um, mm-hmm. that's something that we would pray at meal times um, before we had Lucy. But that... I mean, we would pray together as a couple, but not as much as we ultimately should. And so it's been really awesome to see how bringing a child into our life with all the stresses and difficulties that come actually has helped us grow in that way. Hmm. So that we gather around and pray together as a family or, you know, 
Sarah's doing something or I'm doing something, at least we're praying together um, with our kid each and every night and seeing her being a part of that and seeing our family really grow in our prayer life. So that's something that actually started during the pandemic yep. that we want to keep on going and make even a bigger habit in our family. That's that's really good. I love it. And I shared some of my yeah, habits with, with McKinley that we're developing. Mm-hmm. Even and if last... you haven't listened to his sermon from Sunday, it's very good. You should go listen to it. It has some other great habits that you can incorporate um, in parenting. And, with a family. And yeah. ki- kids in the kingdom. And I taught habit stacking. I, I feel like it's almost impossible to start a new habit from scratch. Yeah. So hard to do. But if you can add it to something least, you're already doing. I feel like it, bad habits are easier to start. You can okay, start maybe. bad <laughs> habits from scratch. Good quality habits yeah, it's, it's hard because it yeah. takes six weeks for it to really become a habit. Yeah. Um, so to start from scratch is so challenging. But to add it, like I was saying, like prayer, because you're already eating. So yeah. pray at your meal. Mm-hmm. You're already going to bed. So at your nighttime routine, add this. And I talked about it. And I like I shared three different books that McKinley and I read every night. And actually, it's five. Dang. You're going through a whole library. We, we read. <laughs> we have this like science book. Okay. So we talk at science thing that's every cool. night. And then she reads a book to me. Okay. And then if we have time, I'll read a book to her. So I guess that's six. But that one, sometimes we don't have time um, to get it at six. Months. Yeah. But, but it didn't start with five or six books no. that we were reading every night. And, and just so you know, guys, this is like 10, 15 minutes. It's not like I'm in there for two hours. These are very <laughs> short books. But um, the, like it adds on. First, it was just a Bible story. Then it was the Bible story and the prayer. Mm-hmm. And then it was the Bible study and the prayer book. And then I got the Courageous Women book. And then we added the science book. And then, you know, it's like you have it stacked. Literally, it's a stack of habits yep. that we're putting on there. Um, and so, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm off track on there. So do a habit stack, guys. And just add one thing. I think Sawyer's right on. Just add one thing. And the one thing I'm going to do, so I am working out a lot more. Mm-hmm. I'm losing weight again. Yeah. I'm running. My, even though I'm not in the gym yet, I'm going running in the morning. I ran with McKinley this morning. On a jogging stroller, and so I've been listening to the Bible more okay, nice. on those days that I run. Um, but then also, this has always been the hard thing for me to, to have extra time in prayer in the morning. Mm. I know you you shouldn't have your pastor admit that, but I'm human. That's okay, right. that I struggle with that. So I've been trying to listen to my Bible, get through my Bible reading, and then I can pray yeah. while I'm running. Talk about God to God with things. This is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm asking for. What do you want me to do today? Mm-hmm. You know. So taking some extended time, because it doesn't take me in my entire run to listen to my Bible reading. Mm-hmm. So the adding that extra time, it's like I got instead of listening to a podcast or a mm-hmm. book, which I'm very prone to do. <laughs> so that's the one I'm I'm adding, working to add right now. Nice. Um, and I got to make it a habit because it's not quite there yet. Some yeah. days I still want to get out the podcast <laughs> or the book I'm listening to. Hey, fair enough. Just being honest. Yeah. Yeah. So. Those are, those are the two that we had. But yeah, really encourage you. What is one thing that you don't want to go back to? What mm-hmm. is a routine or a yep. habit yep. or something that you've seen fall away or maybe you're still working on falling away? And we would love to support you in that and pray for you through that. So if you want to reach out to us, our emails are down in the uh, episode description. We'd love to encourage you in that either as you um, don't go back to something or as you start something new. Um, so we encourage you to do those two things, think through that, take some time this week, maybe it's five, ten minutes, or maybe as something comes up, you say, hey, I miss doing this, mm-hmm. or I'm so glad that I don't have this as a part of my life. Those, yep. are the, those are the thoughts that can begin to help you work through these questions and bring God more into your 10,000s, because as you said, it is the habits that make mm-hmm. us. It's 40% of our lives, yeah. it's the things that we fall back on, and ultimately, we want to make that 
more and more like Jesus. And, and yeah, I would encourage you, do one, this a spiritual thing too. Yeah. How are you going to grow? Absolutely. Or how are you going to grow in character? How are you going to go closer, closer closer to Jesus? Listen to the, the new series that starts this Sunday, mm-hmm. August 1st, in person or online, wherever you are, join us mm-hmm. for that first message in that series, Engage. And I would just say this, like, if you want to be a certain type of person, if you want to grow, if you want to be a man or a woman that that people look up to, that has impacted lives, like, it's your small habits. Yeah, Small ha- habits make a huge impact over time. This is a cool thing. So you brought up books and how mm-hmm. you got out of the habit of it. I've, I haven't been perfect, but I've basically read a book a week for the last 10 years of being a pastor. Wow. And actually, you know, there was, you know, a couple of years where I didn't get 50 and there yeah. was you know, some years I got over. Mm-hmm. So it, it's even out. And I looked back um, earlier this spring, and I looked back. That's over 500 books yeah. that I've read. Like, that's a ton of knowledge and insight mm-hmm. that I've gained from other people. And it's like, wow. Because I, I usually, books overwhelm me. I think I've shared that. Like, <laughs> there's so many books. I can't read them all. You know, it takes me eight hours to read this book, mm-hmm. right? But 500 books. Like, I was like, Wow. But it's a small habit because it's really just reading 15 or 20 minutes a week, really. I don't know. Maybe more than that. Finishing a book a week. Yeah, 15, 20 minutes a day. I don't even know how much I read. Matt also listens to a lot of his books. I read all of them, so (laughs) I just want to toss that out there. I added that last year. I used to not listen to books. I added that in 2020. We'll give you the past nine years. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. I don't no, care. listening to books count. Audiobooks just aren't my thing. So you got to find what works for you. I too. figure I either read it aloud to myself in my head, or I listen to someone read it out loud. There's to an me. interesting. I, when I read, just as a side note, I just interpret. Like I don't audibly hear myself read the words. You, hear- I, I, I know some people don't. I okay. do. I do. See, this is so interesting. People's minds are so interesting. To or me. I have the person read to me in my head if I know their voice. Oh, that's even that's so cool. Like I can hear the author. Well, leave, leave, we're we're getting sure way, we, off, yeah, on we're a, way <laughs> off on a tangent. It's all about habit, and that's how easy it is to get distracted. Whether it's on, <laughs> we're going to circle it back, whether it's on you know how the different minds work or whatever, but it's so easy for us to get distracted, and we fall into those habits, right? Yeah, and you'll be amazed if you just add one little one now mm-hmm. and then work on it for six weeks, and then maybe you can add a different one to have it stacked to it. Yeah. But if you do that for a year, 10 years, a lifetime, it will radically transform just these small little habits we have. That's right. And it's a great way to bring God into all of your life in your 10,000 because that's where our habits are. That's right, sorry. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. This is Sawyer Trapp again, associate pastor here at Arise Church Denver. We want to encourage you to do three things. First is to subscribe, to make sure you're getting the podcast each and every week to help bring God into your 10,000. We'd also love it if you would share this, if you would make this not only a part of your life, but a part of somebody else's. And then finally, if you are benefited by anything that we do, either as a church or on this podcast, we would love it if you would give. You can do that at risedenver.com give to continue to support the mission and impact that we're having on this community and in the lives of the people of our church and those discovering us for the first time. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.